Hawthorne. And I'm Jay Posner. And today we are joined with uh, two very special guests and we're going to talk about... Drum roll. Uh, all right. Yes. That's kind of sad. Drum roll. But <laughs> sidewalks. No, not, sidewalks. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's better. <laughs> we're going to talk about sidewalks. And so I do have to admit, Jay, that when you first said, hey, let's talk about sidewalks in the next podcast... I said, why? Well, don't get, if you're giving me credit, let's just, let's <laughs> see where this, or hear where this podcast goes. <laughs> but it is, and actually we wrapped up the show with the director of public works and, and Jay, you made a comment about it. It's, it's like, it's that infrastructure that we all use and we don't necessarily put a lot of thought into. We don't recognize how much work and planning and, and the town's vision on why there's sidewalks here and there's not there and, and vice versa. So. And it's very clear from our two guests, Councillor M- yes. Neil Minaj and Amanda Froze, our Director of Public Works, that they do put the time and the thought into those things. Yeah. So, hey, there you go. Sidewalks aren't boring. Let's dive right into it and talk about sidewalks. So, welcome, Councillor Neil Minaj, to the show. Um, we've, uh, we've invited you on to help us, uh, you know, talk about the importance of sidewalks and we wanted to get certainly your opinion on, uh, on that and, and see where the conversation leads. So why don't I start with that and talk about why, why are sidewalks an important part of our urban fabric? Well, for two reasons. One is safety and the other one is health. So for safety reasons, it's been shown, obviously, that if you didn't have a sidewalk, vehicle and pedestrian incidents and accidents are, are uh, obviously more prevalent than if you do have a sidewalk. So with a barrier curb sidewalk in particular, and a sidewalk that is maybe pulled away from the, the asphalted surface of the road as far as you can get it away, those incidents are reduced. On the health side, encouraging people to, to walk and, and uh, walk with their dogs and walk with their children and walk by themselves even year-round. We have some issues with year-round, but certainly uh, snow removal on some important sidewalks allows us to continue to walk safely off the road with the snow banks, etc. And, and then there's uh, accessibility as well because people in, uh, in using wheelchairs or scooters because that's all they, they can use, they need something safe. And I'll go one step further and I'll suggest that we would love our children to be on sidewalks with their bicycles because it's a good safe place to learn how to ride a bicycle but mm-hmm. um, keeping them off of the major roads and highways I think we even though the bylaw may suggest otherwise we all turn a blind eye to it when it's children yeah we had Constable Clark in saying the same thing is that <coughs> it, it's actually the safest to have small kids on the sidewalk it's and uh, so yeah absolutely even the police understand that yeah. Oh, well, and you, like you mentioned, you know, you keep them on the sidewalk, get them safe, get them confident on their bike, and then and then hit the road with the rest of them. And and we all know we've had a lot of conversation about working towards being bike friendly. If I could just take it back a couple of steps, um, no pun intended. That was a good one, though. No, I think they're all intended, <laughs> conscious or unconsciously. So, <laughs> um, a few years ago, we were looking at the walkability to becoming a walk friendly community, and part of that process that um, that when we went through the application and, and what did that mean, um, a lot of it is around sidewalks because of all of the reasons that you just mentioned. So certainly we can recognize the the health benefit behind um, sidewalks and the connectivity, um, but other benefits and, and other things that, that you can mention that you want to bring to the table around sidewalks? Um, well, in particular, the approaches to schools, like yes. again, a large number of children moving towards schools in a walking environment. And we had some roads that we still do that, that do not have sidewalks. So by, by increasing the number of sidewalks, uh, we're increasing safety. 
Um, the, the real issue, though, is, is uh, what level of service are we able to provide? So, right. so in the end, we get a number of re requests for more snow removal on sidewalks, and, and uh, that's an expensive operation, too, uh, and an expensive option. But again, when safety is considered uh, a high priority, I think that we can go there. I think that we can look at that service level and say it's necessary. If people mm -hmm. are walking more, if that's the intention, then then we need to do that. On a, on a side note, uh, maybe a bit humorous, but uh, I had a picture recently of um, an incident in China where uh, so many people are riding bicycles now. They've taken over the sidewalks and and uh, the, the pedestrians are, are rebelling and saying, hey, these sidewalks are for us, not for bicycles. Mm -hmm. but with so many cars on the roads and so many people turning to bicycling, they, they've, they've kind of usurped the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's room for everybody if we can uh, plan it forward, of course. You know, bike lanes or bike facilities uh, pave shoulders, but then certainly our, our sidewalks are, are very important too. Um, we talked a little bit about asset management before we hit record, and I think that that's worth mentioning to the sidewalks because they are infrastructure. They are assets to the town, and as you mentioned, then they require that level of service. Is there more discussion thought behind that? Well, they age like any other piece of right. infrastructure. And yeah. So we have to plan and accommodate for that. You know, once we put a sidewalk in, what do we do? And maybe, you, Councilor Minaj, you can go from there. Well, when we installed many of them many years ago, they were three and four feet wide in the old imperial system. And, and now we're looking to uh, introduce a new standard, which is the five foot wide. And it matches up with our, our snow plow sidewalk truck. It's a five foot wide blade. So some right. of the issues we've had with the four foot wide is the five foot wide blade ends up mashing up somebody's uh, yeah. in-ground watering system or yeah. something for their lawn. So, so I mean, structurally, they, they do have a standard and, and we're, able to, we're able to maintain it. Some of the issues that have arisen recently have been around uh, new construction uh, infilling, for example, of a, of a lot over an existing sidewalk and a heavy cement truck drives over the sidewalk and not thinking maybe and not realizing what they've done and, and so they've buckled the sidewalk. So some of those sidewalks are now not so safe. So mm -hmm. we're, maybe we have to look for some new policy or maybe we can just remind those providers of heavy, heavy trucks and transport that work in our community that maybe a different approach from mm -hmm. driving over the sidewalk. Maybe we shouldn't be installing new sidewalks at a, at a new development until until the development is almost finished so that we don't have that issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so those, so those are things I struggle with. Uh, I wouldn't say day-to-day, -day, but subdivision to subdivision, there's a, a bit of a trade-off. Once it, if the subdivision is building out, uh, you could have many people living there yet no sidewalk installed. But on the other hand, if you install the sidewalk early, it's all, it's open to being damaged as just we described. So we, we struggle with that. I think it's it, it's worth having council consider what do they think is the best way of dealing with those issues. So when over time, these are the things I think that will come come forward. Um, as I don't an, know. As an added asset consideration, the uh, downtown, the middle of the BIA areas, for example, we were lucky enough to uh, convince members of council and staff to look at uh, rehabilitating the interlocking brick mm -hmm. portion of the sidewalk, which had become, over time again, whether it was a heavier vehicle we were using to clear snow with or whether it was just sinking over time. Mm -hmm. But we've, uh, we've had the luxury, I guess, and, and I think it's a safety, safety option to be able to spend some good dollars and, and uh, 
work on two main blocks of downtown Port Elgin and lift all those interlocking bricks and, and make them level so that they're not a safety hazard. Mm-hmm. And they, they're beautiful too, and they add that character and that charm to the community. So again, it's, uh, it's, it's and I'm, I'm looking at Jay because he and I have this conversation around um, with planning and character, and you're doing the design guidelines right now. So keeping in mind how we want things to look and feel, but then also certainly to be safe and to align with the infrastructure that, that we have, such as the sidewalk plows. So that's we great. St- we still have that, that uh, other option on the table that we haven't fully addressed yet, and that's the the re- restaurant area bump outs where they can uh, right. they could take over more of the sidewalk mm-hmm. and in fact I was in uh, Brockville in Ottawa uh, recently and they have they have those and I took pictures of of how many parking spaces they end up taking away from the downtown area but and that parking is another issue for another yeah. day but but certainly um, you can see the attractiveness of Absolutely. it and, and you can see the, the lure everybody is well that's a nice spot and it looks nice I don't know about sitting out with traffic going by but uh, but I but I do get that that uh, that feeling of, of uh, being outdoors in the summertime as opposed to being inside air conditioning. Oh, sure. mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, and you're right that we could spin that off and have a whole other show on uh, parking spaces and downtown revitalization. And Well, it just um, seems to highlight the importance of yeah. working collaboratively and trying to find so innovative solutions yeah. to uh, whatever. I mean, these are things that aren't new to municipalities, but you can always find better ways of addressing them. And, and sidewalk, you know, I mean, maybe it sounds like a broken record, but... Uh, yeah, you know, might as well do that with sidewalks too. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I was actually just flipping through some of this information that Councillor Minaj uh, provided, and yeah, it was March twenty fourth, twenty fifteen, that the uh, walk friendly communities were announced, and so we did honorable mention was given to the town of Saugine Shores. So, so we're we're not quite there. We don't have a designation to be a walk friendly community, um, but they've recognized us. They know who we are, so we're on our way. And and I think it's important to note, and and some of these newest issues that are in front of us some of the streets that that we're still looking to pull pull up to full urban standard which includes stormwater management and curbs and Mm -hmm. uh, and sidewalks some people in some parts of the community are a little more resistant to the idea of a sidewalk where they've never never had one before but they're for all of us and and they connect pieces of it's it's kind of silly to have a sidewalk go for two or three blocks to get to get you to a beach or to get you to a school and then leave the next two or three blocks without one Mm -hmm. so so we're we're using that that asset management plan and, and process to to work backwards from some of these uh, destinations so mm-hmm. that they do connect trail to sidewalk to destination. Yeah. And I think that that's what that was all about. Yeah. And, and I think that we should continue to do it. I think so too. I think that's a positive that's uh, way to end the, the discussion. So I look forward to that and improving our sort of status for walkability into the future. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show, Councillor. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. So now we brought on Amanda Froze, a uh, returning guest to the show, to the show report, and uh, she will help us sort of get into a little more detail about what uh, Councillor Minaj was talking about, about specifically the importance of sidewalks and why it's important to have a well-planned network. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if it's easier to turn it over to uh, to Amanda now or... or and Amanda's our question. Director of Public Works. I got to be just specific. Ta- just yeah. to add on to that. So okay. Amanda, thanks for coming on the show to talk to us about sidewalks. Thank you for having me. I... I figured I would just start by telling you the importance of sidewalks from my mind. Great. And the idea behind sidewalks is that it promotes a healthy lifestyle. It encourages walking, uh, activities such as walking to the mailbox, going uptown for dinner, 
having shopping, all those things so close to us in Port Elgin and Southampton. We're lucky to have that and we should be able to walk there safely. You'll see in the winter, lots of times people are walking on the road. Our roads get narrow due to snow and having the sidewalk there makes it a lot safer year round. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have uh, Accessibility Ontario, which is uh, referred to as AODA. It's provincial law and it forces us to build uh, safer communities with reduced barriers for people with disabilities. So for me, that means building a safe network of sidewalks throughout the towns. Um, this applies to all public spaces and it's coming into enforcement now or into effect now. Uh, one of the things that you'll see around town with that is at all the intersections, they have the drop curb, so it's easier to get up. They also have the tactile warning plates, those copper colored things right. with the bumps on them. Mm -hmm. You'll hear the signals at intersections. Mm -hmm. So sidewalks is just one piece of the Accessibility Act. Um, our official plan also talks about sidewalks, so it promotes an objective of creating a network of sidewalks and streets that uh, reduce cars and promotes pedestrian um, travel. It also asks that we put one sidewalk or one or sidewalk on one side of the street on all streets and two sides on collectors or arterials. Okay. So that's where we get our design framework from. Yeah. Okay. So we we don't just have uh, goals and. Uh, visions for sidewalks these are tangible things that the town wants to to implement i guess and so it's your task to do this mm -hmm. but doing all of that at once sounds like it would would it's not possible it's just too expensive what are some of the things that we we do to to prioritize sidewalk construction yeah for sure when we look at our reconstruction projects they're based on many things so sewer condition water main condition and road condition anytime a road is under reconstruction we're going to add sidewalk especially if it's beside a park or mailboxes or schools. Mm -hmm. Those are high priority sidewalk needs. The only time we wouldn't is if we have a really narrow right of way width, so we don't have a lot of property to put that in. We'll try to figure out a way to get as safe a passage as we can, but we can't always promise sidewalk in those instances. Um, for new development, it's very easy. Our development manual shows sidewalk on the cross-section, so all new subdivisions have sidewalk in them. And the developer pays for it. The developer pays for that. They also, they're neat up in this area where they put it in before the houses are built. Lots of times down in the city, they wait and do it house by house, but up here they recognize that might take longer. They put the sidewalk in beforehand, so there'll be a connectivity in a new subdivision a lot earlier than you would in other places. Yeah, it sounds like it's a real priority then with those new developments mm -hmm. to have that connectivity. Mm -hmm. um, something that Councillor Minaj uh, said, and I'll share it with you because I know you haven't had a chance to listen to our interview with him yet, but he talked about the sidewalks, um, kind of, he, he talked about destinations, so the waterfront, and actually used the term mailbox a couple times, and, and those destinations for people to, to walk to. So he talked about the destinations and then building out from that. Uh, which I thought was really, it, it's an interesting thought and it makes sense um, because then you've reiterated the AODA, so the accessibility component of it, but then also the active lifestyle. So all of that makes good sense to me. And I think also just to kind of add on with some of what you were mentioning, it, it goes without saying that any new sidewalks we do are meeting the AODA, correct? That's right. We have one and a half meter sidewalk everywhere where it's new sidewalk and that meets that criteria. We also try to put a buffer of at least a meter between the curb of the road and the sidewalk, and that gives that safe buffer as well. Also gives us a place to store snow, so right. the sidewalk remains open during the winter, even with the snow banks there. Yeah, awesome. We do have a lot of old sidewalk that's only 1.2 meters or four feet wide, so you will see that there's a transition in some areas where there's wider sidewalk to narrow, and 
we can replace sidewalk as budget allows. Mm -hmm. So that's the other thing you'll see. In the spring, we go out and we paint with orange paint every sidewalk crack or trip hazard. And then you'll see throughout the summer, people go and replacing those panels and making sure the sidewalk we do have is safe. Awesome, that's great. Was there anything else that you wanted to know about sidewalks, Jay? No, it was just it was it was interesting to have that illuminated. It was sort of a lot of the stuff that it doesn't you don't notice, but when, yeah. when it's done, it's obviously making it a lot safer yeah. and easier way to get around town. Yeah, so. for sure. Awesome. Thanks so much, Amanda, for coming on the show to talk about sidewalks. Anytime. And that's all we could learn about sidewalks. That was a lot, though. This, yeah, it was a lot put in just a few minutes. Yeah, it's great. And so I guess as a way of wrapping up, I guess uh, it's the time of year when students start returning to school. So sidewalks returning to school sort of go hand in hand. It's important to be mindful of children uh, of all ages and people of all ages that are be using our roads uh, again, once again, and after Labor Day, I guess. Yes, and active transportation. We want them to use the sidewalks to, to walk to school and get there safely. So you can safely contact us at podcast.soggingshores.ca if you have a show idea, if you want to tell us how we're doing. Or subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, let us know you're listening. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.